Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. My name is Jay Shears, a pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you have questions about today's program, feel free to give me a call at 81, I'm sorry, 888-226-7614, 888-226-7614. You can find us at kingdomplanadvisory.com. Feel free to send us a message uh, through the email, or you can find us at Kingdom Plan Advisory on Facebook. <clears throat> I want to talk uh, to the business owners today. And I've covered this in the past, but I think I need, need to hit it again because I, I, I'm i seeing a lot of, of issues in this particular arena, especially since the the issue with the pandemic. And, and everyone is trying to make money working from home. So... Here's here's what I want to talk to you about. So if you're a small business owner, one of the biggest trials that you face, depending on whether you're selling tangible or intangible product, is marketing. You know, there are a gazillion people reaching out to you, making all the promises under the sun about what they can do for you in the scheme of marketing. Uh, from software design people who are website website design people that are saying they could build you the ultimate uh, website. Um, then you're getting contacted by people who are building funnels. Then you're getting contacted by people who are specializing in LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram uh, media ads. Uh, you're going to get contacted by the radio. You're going to get contacted by the local sports teams. You're going to get contacted by, once again, a gazillion people. Uh, and once again, it has gotten considerably, I'm going to say worse, since this pandemic. Now, yes, I, you know, if, if, if people are offering a good service and they can, can do what they, they allege that they can do, all the power to them. But I've been selling intangible products for 25 years. Uh, I've been a financial planner since 1996. Um, and I, when I say a double gazillion, uh, I have made every mistake possible in regards to marketing. I, absolutely. I cannot think. I'm sure there's still some out there. But I cannot think of the amount of, of money that was spent with good intentions and the people never performed. One particular individual was building websites. This was probably 15 years ago. And he said, Jay, I could build you a good website. And he gave me a sob story about his vehicle wasn't working. And this is a local guy. I'm talking about live 10 minutes from me. Um, need to get his van fixed. Can I pay, you know, in advance? Well, I knew the guy. And I knew the organizations that he had done some work for. So I'm like, yeah. And he was a Christian man. Um, so I paid him a thousand dollars up front and never heard from him again. And I was looking for him. Trust me. Um, that's just one of many, many mistakes that I've made. I'm currently dealing with a website, uh, designer 
now uh, that hasn't returned my messages in six months. That, literally. Now, he, here is, is my concern. You know, we, we're selling either tangible or intangible products. We've got good product. We've got good service. How do we get the message out there to those people that we want as clientele, as customers? It's difficult. It is really difficult. And the difficulty lies because the attention span of our customers, potential customers, is very, very short. Okay? I've done radio for 20 plus years. Thinking, that, number one, that in the beginning that it would drive business to me. And I ended up in 2008 just making it an educational program on the gospel stations. Um, but people don't listen to the radio anymore. When's the last time you walked into someone's house and they had the radio on? You know, if you're in your vehicle, you're probably listening to a satellite, right? People just don't listen to radio as much as they used to. You know, as a kid, my mom had, uh, at where we lived at, WITZ, uh, 104.7 FM, um, on all day long. You know, they had, and you, and you knew who was doing what. Matter of fact, one of my English teachers uh, was also a, a person at that particular radio station. It was a hometown thing. And, and it made a lot of sense for people to advertise on that back you know, in the 80s and 90s and, and even before that. But now, I would say probably not. I have entertained the, the thought of doing television. Um, and then I've got people saying, Jay, you know, your customer base, their attention spans about three minutes or less. If you don't grab them in that amount of time, you're, you're not going to get them. Well, I'm not trying to get anybody. I'm trying to educate. But if people won't listen, if people won't watch, if people won't read, you know, I'm self-funded. So that doesn't make any sense. I write articles for the, the uh, just various publications around the United States. Uh, and I don't know. There's no way to really tell who reads them. I do videos on Facebook, uh, Instagram sometimes, um, and and. You can actually see on Facebook a thing called Insights that the average time that a person looks at a video is like less than three seconds. You know, they just scroll, 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 scroll. You know, now, you know, you've got this this uh, social media TikTok. And they got 15 and 60 second uh, uh, videos that people are posting on there. And they're complaining that a lot of people aren't watching their 60 second videos. That literally. So as a business owner, what do we do? And there's no easy answer. You know, the, this, this pandemic thing really just kind of jacked us up. The, my business model has always been uh, referrals. You know, I, I just really didn't need to advertise. Did a good job for somebody else. They re would refer me. You know, I may get a call two or three years later and say, hey, I talked to so-and-so. I met him on, uh, you know, at church. And I'm getting ready to retire, and they said that I need to see you. I've been doing that for 25 years, uh, referrals. And that still works, but face-to-face -face meetings, you know, people are wanting to do Zoom and, and that kind of thing now. So things have changed there. So once again, what do we do? People, there is no easy answer. The first thing I want to tell you is hard work. You've got to have multifaceted approach. 
Now, I also own a fishing lure company, and I learned because I had a, a three professional fishermen that, that fished uh, the Bassmasters. Um, and, and I learned through that process a thing called impressions. You know, that, that, you know, we're trying to get, you know, so many thousand impressions a day. Uh, you know, they were on ESPN and, you know, we're in the, my jersey and, and, and just stuff. And they said, Jay, it's all about impressions. Um, and, and I get that. Um, but, you know, let me just start with this. First of all, you need to develop a budget. You have to put money back into your business. You can't, businesses that fail take all of their, their profit. They don't reinvest in their company. You have to reinvest in your company. You have to. So set your marketing budget. Make it within reason. Okay? There's not exact percentage. It may be different uh, when you start because there may be very low income. But as you build your business, you may want to increase your marketing. So start your budget. Let's say... It's a hundred dollars a month. What do you do with a hundred dollars a month? Not much. Not much. Uh, you could run a, a newspaper ad, but how many people still read the newspaper? You could do Facebook ads. You know, run um, a, a three or four dollars a day type of ad that would put you at about a hundred people <clears throat> that click through to your website, for example. Um, you can do short radio ads, uh, depending on what your market is. Um, <clears throat> you know, social media, here's, here's, here's the thing. Running a bunch of stuff on social media doesn't necessarily work. I have yet, I have yet to get one person to come to me because of a social media ad. It's all about impressions. I'm trying to drive them to my website so they look around. But people, very few people actually go to your landing page, your homepage, and then go through and look at the other pages. So is it beneficial to have several pages on your website? No, it's not. That's just my, my personal opinion. You don't have to have some kind of elaborate website. Okay? How many people actually look for websites now when they're looking for a product? Not many. Most people are going to social media and checking you out. So you have to have a website because that's validation. They're saying, yeah, he's in business. He or she's in business. But they're looking for you on social media. That is where they're looking for you. Do you have a Facebook page? If you don't, you got to have one. It's, it's just a part of the new thing. Uh, I say new. It's been around for a while. But it's all about impressions. So you've got website that you need. You've got social media that you need. Where are your other impressions coming from? That's the real question. Does it come from radio? Does it come from newspaper? Does it come from uh, uh, periodicals? Does it come from door hangers? Does it come from what? Does it come from uh, you know hanging your banner at the local high school uh, baseball uh, stadium on the fence? You know, a lot of people do that. Um, it's all about impressions. But once again, you got to stay within your budget. Don't be bullied into spending more than what your budget is. And you will get bullied. These, I mean, people who, who are in that business, as far as advertising, in the advertising business, 
will bully you. They'll push you and push you and push you. And they'll make you feel like, here's something that I hear often. You know, I'm only going to take a couple people. You know, geographically, that I'm, you know, you're going to have to lock this up pretty quick. That zip code, you're going to get bullied. You're going to get pressured. Don't do it. As soon as you hear that, walk away. Walk away. Matter of fact, run away. Don't do it. Now, I, 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 I want to say it again because it, that is, a, if you're selling a product and you've got someone that comes to you and says, I can do this for you in your specific geographic location, in your city or your county or your state, and you talk to them on the phone or you're chat, chatting with them through Zoom or whatever, and they say, listen, you know, I'm only going to take a few, a few people in that, that particular business, uh, and, you know, it, it's going to go pretty quick. You know, I'll tell you who does that. Dave Ramsey does that. Endorse local providers. I've talked to them a few times. They're like, well, you need to go in and get this locked up. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I didn't like the the tactic. You know, love him or hate him. I, well, I shouldn't use the word hate. Like him or dislike him, I, I will not subscribe to that service. Because everyone that I've talked to that's done that, they're like, man, I'm paying a lot of money for nothing. So that's pretty standard. There may be some success stories there. You know, God bless them if there is. You know, Dave Ramsey's got a, 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 a thing going on. God bless him. You know, he's, he's doing his thing. You know, writing lots of books. He's all, you know, he's well known. He's doing a lot of things uh, in the churches. Um, but I'm not going to be part of that organization. So, here's, from a biblical standpoint, you're going to get disappointed. If you allow, for example, as a believer, and I assume you're a believer because you're listening to this this particular podcast. You know, 2 Corinthians 6.14 says, Do not be unequally yoked with a non-believer. So, to me, I should use brothers and sisters in Christ to support their business if they're in the marketing business. I want to use them. But I have been sorely disappointed in the results. I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. Um... So don't lock yourself into that, that cage. Um, what, what I suggest that you do is, number one, once again, set that budget. Number two, talk to other people in your discipline. If people are successful, they will share their success stories. I would. If someone called, and I do that frequently, you know, two, three, four advisors a month call and say, Jay, you know, I want to, I want to you know, be a, a faith-based advisor. How do I do that? I don't care what firm they work at. I want to help them if they are truly God-driven. But as soon as they say, how do you sell the people in your church? I'm done with the conversation. That is not what this is about. So people who are successful will normally share how they did it. Okay? I still, to this day, think that the best approach is getting out and introducing yourself. If you have a hard time talking to people, you're going to have a hard time running your own business. You know, unless you're just strictly online and you never talk to anybody. But if you are running a service type of business, you know, you're selling insurance, uh, you're selling real estate, um, you know, you're a plumber, you're an electrician, you know, you're a car salesperson, um, 
you know, many times you need to let people know who you are. Here's here when when I speak to young advisors, I ask them this very 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 important question: What's your elevator speech? They're like, "What do you mean?" Well, the young advisor is going to rattle off uh, some some kind of just mundane thing. Hi, I'm Jay Shears. You know, who are you? I'm John Smith. John, what do you do for a living? Well, I help people. Uh, um, you know, retire comfortably. Really, you and thirty thousand other people in your state. What makes you different? And I get the deer in the headlights. Like, what do you? What do you mean? You you got to get my attention. And telling me that you do what? Literally, every in Southwest Florida, if you were selling real estate, you know, hey, I'm Jay Shears. What's your name? Well, I'm I'm, I'm Sue Smith. Sue, what do you do? I'm a realtor. Well, I guess you sell houses. Yeah. I'm going to forget your name as soon as I walk walk away from you. That, that, that is not how you introduce yourself. You've got to have a, an elevator speech. Uh, let me share mine. Hi, I'm Jay Shears. Hey, Jay, what do you do for a living? Biblical wealth management. Three words. Three words. Biblical wealth management? What is that? Ah. People remember... People remember, very short and simple, but it's what I do. I'm not going to stand there and talk to them for 30 minutes telling them what I do. I'm going to let them talk. And how do I get them to talk? I generate interest. How do I generate interest? By telling them something very specialized in what I do. Yeah, I'm a financial planner. Yes, I can invest and sell stocks. Yes, I can buy you life insurance. Yes, uh, you know I can talk to you about taxes and long-term care and all these other good, good little things that everybody else does. But when you say, "Hey, Jay, what do you do?" Um, biblical wealth management. That generates interest. To this day, to this day, that is how I stay in business. Specialization specialization and referrals referrals and if you do a good job for people people will refer you that's how you do it so i'm going to start i'm going to start heading towards a close on this program people i understand marketing is a big black hole that will just suck the money right out of your checking account and i would i'm going to venture to say you're going to be highly highly disappointed in a majority of what you pay for. That's just a fact. Be very smart with your money. Be very smart. God has blessed you with it. <clears throat> he expects you to make good decisions with it. Be a good steward over that. And if you're operating your own business, okay, you can't make a whole lot of bad decisions regarding spending money on marketing without being out of business. Listen, I'd be happy to help you. I'd share my personal, depending on what discipline you're in. When I say discipline, what what is your what do you do for a living? I'd be happy to share uh, my own personal experiences and what I've seen work. But I can tell you right now, to this day, I've never, never gotten one person from my website that says, hey, I want to use you. doesn't happen. I've never gotten one person from a radio article 
I'm, I'm sorry, radio article, a, a newspaper article? Never. Because it's educational. What I'm trying to do is run into that person and they say, hey, you know, hey, you know, who are you? What do you do? And I say, I'm a Jay Shure's Biblical Wealth Management. And they say, you know, I think I've seen your article. There we go. There's the validation. There's the validation. Well, my buddy at, the, at, at church, uh, I think I, they mentioned your name. That's that's how, listen, it's not easy. It's not easy. But let, here's the other pitfall. Thinking that if you, i got to be careful how I say this. I will spend money at a Christian business, okay, before I will a a, a, a secular type of business. I, if if I've got a choice, you know, I'm just I'm looking for carpet now, and I know that there's a guy that that um, really really throws his faith out there, and the and and lets people know that that he he's uh, loves God. Um, I'll talk to him, and I'll pay a little bit more. To support that that business, do not be unequally yoked with a non-believer. I want to be equally yoked with the believer. But if you think that you're going to spend money in XYZ store and they're going to return the favor, you may be disappointed. I'm just telling you, <laughs> you know, I'm driving people away from starting their own business. Starting your own business is very very satisfying, but at the same time, you're going to lay awake many nights thinking, "What am I doing wrong?" Let me help you. You know, like I said, I've been around the block a few times. I'm no green pea. I will share with you what I've seen work and what not work. Okay? Feel free to give me a call. 888-226-7614. 888-226-7614. God bless you. And, and listen, I'd be happy to help you. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.